Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Good day, everybody. I greet you all in the wonderful, wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey. I am from Healing Ministries International. And I'm so glad that I can share the wonderful good news of the gospel with you today. The subject that we are on, and I started last week, is talking about what is a Christian. There is so much um, uh, confusion and I think such a great lack of knowledge when it comes to this word, what is a Christian. But uh, the, the subject called what is a Christian, so many people going around calling themselves Christians, but they are so far away from actually being a Christian. And there is a big difference of somebody who goes to church and follows uh, in a religious way, um, you know, following God, and uh, somebody who is a Christian, who is a true follower of Jesus Christ. So this is what the word Christian means. It means to be Christ-like, and I shared this with you last week. So when somebody asks you, are you a Christian, and you say, yes, I am a Christian, what you are actually saying is, look at me, I am just like Jesus. I am like Jesus. That is the word Christian, to be Christ-like, to be like Christ. And unfortunately, we find that there's a lot of people who have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. This is what the Bible says. A lot of people have a a religious um, flair about them, but there is no power involved. And I'm sorry to say, but when Jesus walked the earth, he wasn't just a religious person who was able to quote scriptures, but he was a man filled with the Holy Spirit who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed and all who were sick. He was casting out devils and uh, he was just spreading the good news. This is found in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, that God Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit. And went about doing good. And so Jesus uh, did that when he was on the earth. And you and I today are on the earth. And we should be just like Jesus. Now the, the, the thing is that we've had now all these years that I've been preaching. Is that some people come to me and say. Well I can't do what Jesus did. I can't be like Jesus. That's quite impossible. Um, you know I'm not God. I can't do the things of God. And that's true. We are not God. But we can surely do the things of God because the Bible makes promises and the Bible makes it very clear that we can do the works of Jesus. And I want to show you, as I did last week, and I want to show you comparisons, what Jesus said, where we are, what Jesus promised, what we can do, the same thing. And uh, I want to I open up uh, with a prayer and then get straight into the word. Amen. So, Father, we pray your blessing upon this teaching I pray your anointing upon the viewers and the listeners. And I ask you, Father, for revelation to come. I ask you, Father, for uh, inspiration, um, understanding, illumination of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hindering spirit, every lying demon spirit, we bind it in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm praying that every person who's watching this broadcast will get revelation and revival will come to them so that we could be more like Jesus. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I started off last week real quickly in the book of John, chapter 14. 
And I, and, and I read from verse 8, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said to Philip, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? He says, The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the work of themselves. So I showed you last week that Jesus was in the Father, and the Father was in Jesus. So the words that Jesus spoke wasn't his words, it was the Father speaking through him. Jesus said, the works that I'm doing is not my works that I'm doing, but it is the Father doing the works through us. Then real quickly, we went to the first book of John chapter 4. And I read from verse 15 to 17. Now verse 15 says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us, for God is love. And he who abides in love abides in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the, in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Listen to that wonderful promise. As he is, so are we in this world. So if you've confessed Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, then God the Father comes and lives in you just like God the Father lives in Jesus. So when you talk and when you move, then it's God's gonna, God will be speaking through you and God will be working through you. It's not out of your own strength or out of your own ability, but it is God in you who's doing this work. So you cannot say, but I cannot be like Jesus or do the things like Jesus. Yes, you can, because I'm teaching you and showing you that just like Jesus, you and I can be the same. As he is, so are we. But I want to read you a wonderful scripture in John chapter 14, verse 12. And I want to prove to you something that Jesus said. Now, this is a controversial verse now, because you're going to have a lot of religious people. I'm going to say this again. A lot of religious people are going to come against this very verse that I'm about to teach you. And they're going to say, well, this is not true. So before I even read this verse, let me give you another verse. All right. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. I'll just quote it for you because it is one of those marvelous verses that you can read that cannot be taken out of context. All right, you cannot manipulate this verse. You cannot take it out of context. It's a simple verse. Hebrews 13, 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. How can you, how can you manipulate and say, well, Jesus isn't the same, you know, or Jesus didn't mean that, or Jesus didn't. What Jesus said in the Bible times Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. So what Jesus said yesterday in the Bible times, he is the same today. In other words, what Jesus said in the Bible still applies to you and I today. And the good news is, even in the next 1000 million years, Jesus' word is still going to apply for you and I. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus said, but my words will never pass away. God's word is yes and amen. Jeremiah one twelve says that God watches over his word to perform his word or to do his word. So it is what the Bible says. Now, friend, listen to me. You who call yourself a Christian, either you believe the Bible as it is or you don't. 
you believe the Bible for what Jesus said or you don't. Now, here's the verse I want to read to you that people will say, well, that's not for us today. In John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus Christ is speaking and he says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me. Stop right there. Now they're going to say, well, 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 brother, that, that word is just for the Jews. It's not meant for us today. It was only for the disciples at that point of time. Oh, really? Really? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you believe in Jesus? You do? You believe in Jesus? Then you can take this to the bank that this word applies to you and it applies to me as much as it applied to the disciples in the Bible. Amen? Either you believe it or you don't. I choose to believe this. And because I choose to believe this, I have seen the fruit of this word, this scripture, come in fulfillment in my life and in thousands of other Christians around the face of this earth. So Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, in Jesus, I believe in Jesus, you believe in Jesus. Listen to what he says. This is Jesus now. It's not Dion Hockey. Jesus said, the works that I do. It's not the works that I did, but the works that I do. Why do? Because it is present tense. And I want to tell you, my dear friend, that the grave is empty and that Jesus Christ is not a dead, but he is alive. He rose out of the grave. God raised Jesus from the dead and he is still very much alive and he is still working in the same way he did when he walked on this earth. The only difference is that he is working through you and me and he is not here because he sent his Holy Spirit to be in his place to help us. I'll preach on that right now i'll show you that but the good news is that jesus is not dead he did not die and stayed in the grave two thousand years ago but he is still alive can i get an amen jesus is still the same yesterday today and forever so he says most assuredly i say to you he who believes in me the works that i do he will do also who's the he the one who believes that's you if you say i'm a christian if you say i'm a believer then jesus says the works that i do you shall do also and listen he he jesus takes this further it's a mind-blowing thought. It's a mind-blowing uh, word, promise that Jesus gives us. But he says this, and greater, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine when Jesus said, hey, John, hey, uh, Peter, um, uh, you know what, Jack or um, Joe or uh, Susan or, or, you know, whoever, uh, uh, Tabu, I'm telling you right now, God is speaking to you and God is saying, if you believe in me, the works that I do, you can do also and greater works than these you can do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe that. I believe that with all of my heart i take it with all of my heart and i say thank you jesus if you made that promise i believe that promise and i'm going to walk by faith and i'm going to operate in this promise of your word i'm going to respond to this promise in the name of jesus in the name of jesus now the devil oh the devil is a liar 
Can you say amen? The devil is called the father of lies. And the devil comes to you and he whispers in your ear. When you read this verse, the devil comes and says, Now, who do you think you are? Do you think you're Jesus? Do you think you are greater than Jesus? Do you think you can do the works of Jesus? And you know what I tell the devil when he comes and he says that in my ear? He says, do you think you're better than Jesus? I say, no, Mr. Devil, I don't think I'm better than Jesus, but I do know this. Jesus made the promise, and Jesus said, well, if I believe, I can do what he did. So I believe, and I'm going to respond to this verse, and you, Mr. Devil, are a liar. Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm not going to fall for your lies. I'm not going to allow confusion, fear, and distraction to come on me. I'm going to move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to cast out devils. I'm going to heal the sick. I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to preach the gospel. And Mr. Devil, there's nothing that you can do because God said I can do it and I believe it. Come on, somebody. Can you say amen? And this word is not just, listen, this word is not for the fivefold ministry. I know some of you are going to say, what do you mean the fivefold ministry? Ephesians 4 verse 11 and 12, that God says God gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry. Bless God. You are a saint. I am a saint. And God has equipped the fivefold ministry. Uh, he's given the word. The, the, he's put the fivefold ministry there to teach the rest of the church to go out and do the work. So Jesus said, he who believes. He didn't say, he, the fivefold minister, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Jesus didn't say that. He said, if you believe in me, the works that I do, you will do also. Don't let the devil come and tell you that you, you don't qualify or that you aren't good enough. Jesus said, all you need is to believe in him and you can do the very same works that Jesus did. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm a believer. You're a believer. The question is, are you doing what the word says or are are you still confused? Are you still afraid? Do you say, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Come on, I'm teaching you today. The word Christian, as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. Amen. You are a Christian. Jesus wasn't depressed. Jesus wasn't poor. Jesus wasn't sick. Jesus wasn't negative. Jesus wasn't um, uh, whatever. Jesus was full of power. Jesus was full of glory. Jesus was full of faith and trust in the Father. And that's how you and I should be also. I just want to throw in verse 13 and verse 14 of John chapter 14. It says this, And whatever you ask in my name, Jesus says, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Hey, listen, do you want to bring glory to God? Do you want to bring uh, 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 exaltation to God? Then begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Begin to move in the name of Jesus because every time you move in the name of Jesus and you, you pray in the name of Jesus, you are doing something great. You're glorifying the Father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. So he says, whatever you ask in my name, Jesus makes a promise. He said that I will do. He will do. There's no shadow of doubt. He's going to do what you ask him to do if you ask him in his name. Amen. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, if you ask what? Anything in my name, I will do it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Praise God. God is not a man that he should lie. Numbers 23 verse 19. Nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Has he spoken and will he not make it good? This is what Jesus says in his word. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Listen to me. God cannot lie. Whatever you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, you will have whatsoever you ask. John 16, 23. Jesus came and he said that you will ask me nothing. In that day, you will ask me nothing but whatsoever you ask the father in my name i will do it for you hallelujah jesus will do it for you whatsoever you ask the father in the name of jesus amen i hope you believe what i'm saying so the word christian means to be christ-like as he is so are we god is in jesus god is in us god is love we have the love of god Amen. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And I want to read to you uh, such a powerful portion of Scripture. And this will help you to understand. And I'm going to maybe get into some people's faces right now. But I want you to understand this. Let me say this. I am preaching the word Christian. I am preaching on what it means to be a Christian. Amen. To be Christ-like. I'm not preaching on church denominations. I'm not preaching on different kinds of doctrines. I'm teaching you what is a Christian. Amen. If you are a Christian, what is a Christian? Well, watch this. Then, verse 13. This is in Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Then Jesus came to Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. Hang on now. What? Jesus came to John to be baptized baptized to be baptized the word baptized is from the greek word baptismo which means to be put under it means to be um, uh, dunked it means to be pickled <clears throat> that's what it means so w- what it means is if you take somebody and you by full immersion Take that person and put them under the water. It is not the sprinkling of water on the head. That is not what baptism means. It means full immersion. Now, now, look at this. And again, I want to emphasize, I'm not coming against churches. I'm just asking you this question. Are you a follower of Christ? Are you a disciple of Jesus? Are you a Christian? Are you a believer of Jesus? Then what I want to say is this. uh, If Jesus did this, you and I ought to do the same because we are following him. We are not following somebody else's plan or program. Right? So, Jesus went to John the Baptist to be baptized. Now, if you don't know this, he was 30 years old, 30, a grown man, 30 years old, he went to John the Baptist. Now, John tried to prevent him, and he said, uh, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. And Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. He says, John, you have to baptize me, because it is written in the Scripture. We've got to fulfill all righteousness. Now, watch this. Then he allowed him. Verse 16. All right. Are you ready? Watch this. Now, when Jesus had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. Hallelujah. He did what? He came up from the water. So when you get baptized, you go down into the water. You come up out of the water. You go down. You come up. You understand? Jesus was baptized by full immersion. He came up out of the water. 
Now, what did Jesus say to you and I? In, in, in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, it is very clear. Jesus said that we are to go into the world and we are to preach the gospel, right? We are to go and make disciples. And then Jesus says that we are to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. Listen to me. You first got to make a disciple and then you baptize him. You don't take a baby, baptize him, and then try and make a disciple out of him. That's the wrong order. The right order is you get somebody saved, you baptize them. Mark chapter 16 verse 15 goes, and Jesus says, go into all the world and preach this, this, this gospel. Amen. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. So Jesus says that we are to go and we are to make disciples. We are to win souls, get people saved. The, here's the order. Get them saved, get them baptized. Get them saved, get them baptized. It's not take them as a baby, get them sprinkled with water, and then get them saved. No, that's the wrong order. But why? Somebody say, why are you saying these things? Because a baby does not understand between right and wrong. A baby was born into a world that is full of sin, but that baby hasn't made a decision that was right or wrong. That baby can't think for himself. So that baby has to grow up and become a, a young child, and that young child child grows and as the child gets older it, the child gets revelation and understanding between listen carefully right and wrong right they have to understand what is sin a child has to understand who jesus is a child has to come to the place of understanding well i know who jesus is i know what jesus has done for me and when the child can recognize that he is a, or he or she is a sinner then they can give their hearts to jesus they can be born again they can they can experience repentance and they can experience true salvation and then only do they get water baptized are you understanding what i'm saying jesus was baptized by full immersion so you and i because we are christians and we receive the wonderful gift of salvation now we also get water baptized just like jesus and if you say to me, I've heard people say this, they've come to me and they've said through the years, many times, not once, many times they say, I will not go through the, through baptism. I, you know, that is a, that is wrong and, and, and we don't believe in that and we not, hey, are you better than Jesus? Are you better than Jesus? If Jesus was water baptized, then you need to get water baptized. If it was good enough for him, surely it's good enough for you. Or do you place yourself in a higher position than Jesus? Because the Bible is very clear. The Bible says that a student cannot be above his teacher. Jesus said that a slave cannot be above his master. Amen. That's a, you are a Christian. You are a follower of Jesus Christ. As he is, so are we. Jesus was full with God. We are filled with God. Jesus is full of love. We are filled with love. Jesus said, the works that I do, you can do also. Jesus was water baptized as a fully grown man. You and I, after salvation, true salvation, we can be baptized as well in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen, I want to encourage you. 
If you are listening to me today and you're saying, Brother Dion, this is amazing. You know, I've, 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 I've known this all my life, but I've never had the clarity about all of this. And I, I'm, I'm just not sure about my salvation. I want to be a Christian. I believe I'm a Christian, but I'm not doing what you're telling me to do. Then what do we do? Begin to follow in the footsteps of Jesus and begin to be like Jesus. Do what he uh, is doing. If you say to me, Brother Dion, I, I, you know, uh, if I had to die today, I don't even know if I'll go to heaven. I don't know if I'm saved. And, and uh, quite frankly, I've been calling myself a Christian. I've been, I've been going to church religiously, but I, I'm not sure about my salvation. And, and today, I want you to pray for me that I can give my life and my heart to Jesus. Would you pray for me, Dion? Would you ask Jesus to, to help me, to save me, to get into my life? And, and I would gladly say, yes, I'm going to pray for you. There's three things that you need to require. Number one, you need to confess uh, with your mouth, number two, believe in your heart, number three, receive him. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, he says that if I will confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, if I will believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, then I invite him and I get saved, I get born again. It's as simple as that. But when I pray that prayer, I have to also add to that true repentance. I'm repenting God. I'm turning from my wicked ways. This is what was preached by the disciples in the book of Acts when on the day of Pentecost. When they, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the men stepped out. Peter and them stepped out and they preached what? A message of repentance. A message of repentance for the remission of sins. They got salvation. And so I want to do the same with you. If you want to give your heart to Jesus right now, just pray this prayer out loud with me and say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. And I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me and cleanse me in your blood. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And that God raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, by faith, I invite you to come and live in my heart. I receive you right now as my God, as my Savior, and as my very best friend. I believe right now I am born again. I believe right now that I am saved and I am your child. I believe if I die today... I will not go to hell. I will go to heaven. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Father God, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, you are now a Christian. You are now a Christian. The next thing you have to do is follow the footsteps of Jesus. Go to your pastor and go and tell your pastor what you have done. Tell him, say, I prayed. I was watching uh, Brother Dion on TV and, and I prayed and I gave my heart to Jesus. But now I'm asking you, pastor, baptize me so that I can fulfill the great commission, fulfill the commandments of God. We love you so much, and I'm so proud of you for this decision that you have made. Amen? Let us know. Let us know. Send us, an, send us a message and tell us this good news that you gave your heart to Jesus. Amen? We'll continue praying for you, and we'll catch you next week as I continue on this message. Shalom. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us in ministry with a heart for the lost. 
You can sew or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.